Welcome to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast. Um, you guys probably know my show from WMSC 90.3 WMSC over Montclair. Um, usually I do my show on Tuesday nights, 7 to 10, but now I'm doing it as a podcast edition because, as everyone knows, uh, quarantine kind of took over. <laughs> so uh, everyone's oh, yeah. quarantined now and I uh, can't really have a radio show. I know there's stuff going on at the station, but uh, I thought I'd do a podcast and with me on my show today, I have JT Drums. What's up, man? It's your boy, JT Drums. Jesse, just popping off, doing the thing, talking about some metal with some pals. It's, it's been, been a while time. since uh, we've been able to talk metal, at least have a show. Um, so this show is not going to be like my radio show where I have uh, music playing and I play like new songs and stuff like that. Um, this is going to be more of talk radio, like just you know, talking, discussing metal and stuff like that. And hopefully down the line, I could get more uh, artists on and banner reviews and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, Jesse, how's quarantine yeah. been uh, doing for you? Have you been getting a lot of good new music? It's been all right. Uh, I've been slowly going nuts, I guess. It's kind of, yeah. Like, uh, I've been making a lot more money. It's pretty good because I still work. So, like, I haven't <laughs> been spending any money. So, weirdly, it's been really beneficial. And I also lost seven pounds somehow. So it's been weirdly, hate to say it for all the people, you know, not doing so well. It's been kind of good for me. I've been lonely. <laughs> That's about the only bad thing. Uh, but music-wise, yeah, you know, you got these singles coming out from Trivium. You got this last Friday, it's Saturday today. So yesterday you got Black Dolly Murder came out, Aborted. I haven't checked out yet. Casey String came out with that EP. They're doing that letter EP. I don't know. I'm guessing they're spelling a word of some sort eventually. <laughs> but, yeah, it's pretty nuts. And then um, – you know, I'm just kind of praying to whatever metal god that uh, somehow I know they're going to get canceled, but somehow some of the shows that we have planned later are not going to get canceled. You know, very well, blind hope. Right now, the I feel like a big one everyone's talking about is Rammstein. Uh, a lot of people were talking. Oh, oh, that's getting that's getting trashed, bro. I mean, it would be really bomb. Like, I never seen them before, so I was hoping it wouldn't. I mean, because it's all the way out in August, I believe, right? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's August, right? Yeah, it's August. So uh, it's, uh, a lot of people had hope, but uh, currently the rumor happening right now is shows aren't happening until 2021. Even even sporting events, they they don't want that to happen until 21. Yeah. Well, it's here's the thing about this is like I'm not one of those deniers. Like I've talked to you about that. I'm not really, you know, I'm fully invested in the COVID thing. Like I understand it. I, uh, I, you know, it's serious, but there's also like a thing where I know the people in power. There's just kind of to get things going. There's just going to be things going to be happening. Like they're already talking about bringing sports back. Beaches are open in Florida, apparently, or they're going to be open soon. And apparently, a UFC is talking about having a pay per view on May 9th. Now, it's a single sport. Like it's a single person sport. It's no teams, so it's really easy actually to have once you make sure they're all right. But, you know, apparently they're trying to get, like, NFL and stuff and M MLB to, like, have games in Florida and, like, have hotels and, like, maybe empty arenas and kind of make it for TV strictly. No live sport, No live sports. Maybe that's what you said. I forgot. Yeah. But, yeah, live stuff might take a while to get back. But they also have no way of guessing. Like, it's completely spitballed because literally they don't know what's happening now. Like, there's no way to be like, well, this day is probably – when this gonna it's like dude it can have like 
miracle could like next month it could be fine most likely it's probably going to be till at least december and also we got to worry about things now i'm not a doctor breaking it down you also got to worry about things like it coming back because it's like a different virus than compared to the other pandemics obviously well, it spreads a lot faster about that coming back yeah and people don't know if it's a different strain or a false positive so there's a lot of like you know it's not confirmable like you know you can't say it, it comes back after you get it was that a false positive originally now there's rumors that people say it came to America in November, which I'm not really believing, but a lot of people seem to believe, you know? So, you know, there's a lot of things we don't know. So the best you can do is just keep safe. But uh, I guess you could use this as like a, like a springboard into what bands have been doing to mitigate, you know, this thing. Like Code Orange, the first, like, week of the uh, pandemic, that Friday, they had that live show, Code Orange. They got lucky, you know, too, because a lot of bands can't do that now. Where before, like, it was in the early stages of quarantine and stuff shutting down. Like, some bars were open, some bars were closed, you know? They lucked out yeah. that they were able to have it in that venue. Like, that venue wasn't completely shut down yet. I feel like bands trying to do that now, and they're not going to have any success. No venue's well, going to well, open pro- up for them. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is, like, it's not exactly the venue, because a venue will allow you in. Like, if you make a deal with them. I guess because um, it's not a lot of people it's involved. not a law like they can't stop you. Obviously, you can't have a full show, but the problem is because Code Orange, Jamie from Code Orange talked about it, and he was uh he mentioned he's like because they asked like a bunch of fan questions like oh can you like do another one? And he's like it was like you said it was like perfect, but for the reason it was perfect they rented all the equipment, like those live shows they rent from all these people they use all these different people to get it there, so it's like it was already there. Yeah. So it works. They can't go out and rent their equipment now. So like, it's not just the venue. It's renting the equipment from these people, having the lighting people set everything up, and like, you can get in the video ven- venue. I guarantee it because it's just lighting you on stage. There's no like serving. There's no like people there. But well, it's, that's like, if you only on- have four yeah. people. So like, adding like you yeah. said, if they're you have to have people running the lights, turning the boards, like it yeah. gets a little more people and people don't. Want- but it's also the setup too. You gotta have people like doing all that, all that stage. The people work for yeah. the venue, so it's like. That's where it gets like hard. It's like venues. I'm assuming you can get in, but it's like it sucks because that show is amazing. Also, weirdly, a really hard show to have because they went off like like it was a full venue. Given it was more people that would ever go- than there was ever going to be at that show. Fourteen thousand, I think it capped at. Yeah, it's like yeah, that would that would have been like a two thousand, a thousand person room maybe, but like most likely like a couple hundred because it looked small. But yeah, you got them. You got Psycho Stick. Psycho Stick's been doing apparently like a daily or weekly show. Yeah, they actually had a funny name for it too. Um, yeah, I remember that. I know what you're talking about. I think they they do it every Thursday. They did one, and they actually had a lot of success from it. And then they were like, oh, you know, if people want to see this, we'll, we'll do it again. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Like, I love it. I thoroughly love it. What is this, Cabin Fever concert series? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And I love it. I, I think it's great. I love seeing bands do this kind of stuff because it's, I don't know. I know a lot of bands don't make money. And, like, just, like, maybe it's just me being a dreamer. But, like, I want them. I feel like they all deserve to make so much money. And it's, like, seeing some of these streamers that make a ton of money, which, you know, I'm not saying they don't deserve it or deserve it. Like, they deserve it. They work hard. You know, they spend their time doing it. And people enjoy their content. But it's, like, bands make such good content. Combine it with a stream. Like, you see... I think Jamie's probably the brainchild behind it because he just seems like that kind of guy. But he's like utilizing, he's making the band, like talking them into each one's doing like a clinic every week. 
and they're all doing their own thing, showing off. They're probably going to have like a, maybe like a, like a root, like a practice room concert, maybe of some sort. And it's just like bands should utilize that. Cause some bands are super big, but they like, you know, with Twitch donations, YouTube donations, you like make special merch, you know? And it's like, even when you're writing music and you have that off time, you can get together. Like, you know, when, like, let's say this is all over. It's back to whatever the normal will be. Let's say the off time, like every time he dies, been writing the album, let's say, they started streaming like every week they did like a quick set or they did like, they all did like their clinics and stuff on the side an hour, half an hour. It's like, that's extra money coming in and, and people seeing you because people forget about you when you write an album. That's why they make all the stupid studio updates. Like, cause they got, <laughs> you got to remember them. Yeah. That's why like a lot of albums are coming out quicker now too. Well, yeah. Cause people are just at home. People are writing like crazy. And uh, like you said, bands kind of, deserve the money or they, they need the money right now because uh carnifex is actually one of the bands that kind of made it known what how much they lost recently uh the recent tour that they had to cancel they lost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and the uh singer actually said that he lost sixty sixty thousand like of his own money of his own personal money Damn. uh his name is scott ian lewis for anyone who didn't know um, but yeah, isn't that crazy that he lost yeah, sixty of his own? Like for someone like a normal job, that's like a whole year's worth of money. They lost. That's a year and a half for me, basically. Two. That's like three years. Yeah, and then <laughs> like, two hundred fifty thousand for one band is that's nuts. Um, a deathcore band, like they are kind of the premier deathcore band, but it's like they're not playing. Well, he also broke PlayStation down PlayStation Theater, and this is like this was all on Twitter. He actually broke it all down. Um, he said that uh, project. The projected merch income was a uh, hundred thousand. Uh, the VIP projected income was twenty thousand. Back end pro- projection ten thousand. So like total projection income was two hundred forty-seven thousand. Yeah, know? that's so the bus deposit they lost merch printing was forty-five thousand. The bus deposit was uh close to four thousand. It was three hundred uh three thousand seven hundred dollars. Rehearsal. Yeah, and then costs, also they have all that merch like just sitting in their. Yeah, warehouse problem. And usually the tour merch is kind of like, you know, um, what's it called? Like associated to the tour, so it's not really. Yeah, you're not. Tosin talked about that. Huh? For the Amos Lear's Tosin Abasi, he talked about his dance Gavin dance show. He's like, yeah, we got all stuff. I kind of didn't think about that, but he's like, yeah, it has all the tour dates. Like, who wants to? It's kind of like a collector's item, but at the same time, it's like, how many people are really gonna buy all that just to have like all this tour I almost went to? Yeah, like uh, I remember Silosis did a cool one when they were supposed to tour America, and they got in that bus crash. Yeah, they still sold those shirts, but they put canceled on it, um, and all that money went to helping the band out. And I thought that was pretty smart because um, they made profit off those tour because like the tour never happened; they never actually toured it. But then by putting canceled on it, I think that kind of you know, made it a little more special. Like, I actually have one of those. Because then when you see That's it, you're awesome. like, oh, that person supported them or kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I uh, I forgot what. I had a shirt that I kind of like, oh, yeah, this didn't, like, happen. Like, something weird happened. I forgot what. But it is a collector. Yeah, it's nice. Like, I would buy, uh, like, I enjoy. I've been donating to, like, these bands and Twitches and, uh, like, Alex Bent. Like, a lot of people for Trivium because they're all, like, streaming, basically. But, like, you know, I subscribe to Matt Heafy, Alex Bent, Code Orange. Well, there was Donated a lot of bands doing that um, special kind of uh, line too. Uh, for example, I think Fifth for an Autopsy went like into their like archives of merch, like you know old merch and stuff that was just laying around, and they threw it up all on the website. I think they did that for the Australian wild- wildfires as well. 
it's it's nuts like uh i I don't know i just love it i wish they would be able to make more money but obviously it costs a lot of money to tour and make music it's great apparently deftone started doing something like code orange apparently they're like having like uh with their the dj in the band did a set on some kind of streaming platform or he was about to i think and De- Devin Townsend has a concert, or he already happened today. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that he's doing three concerts, um, one each week. So the first one happened today, and um, this this is also kind of related to what you were saying about the, um, uh, you know, having all the equipment and stuff. So he has his own studio at home, but it's not really equipped for a live performance kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so they actually were sending him stuff. I think Fractal was sending him like whatever like you know equipment I, I don't know if it was like a pedal board or you know whatever it was but he was trying to get it all set up too and he's been slowly learning the uh twitch and discord and doing all that stuff right now so it's pretty funny but he yeah. actually set up three concerts um and i think through stageit.com and they all are for like certain fundraisers like one's a yeah. hospital for vancouver one was for the new york hospitals like ones that need it and I forgot what the other one was, actually. I think it was another kind of hospital kind of deal. Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. He he didn't want any profits. He thought, like, because I think someone mentioned it to him, he said. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, I can help people with this. Let's do it. Yeah, so- he also, like, uh, like, I appreciate the reason why he chose Stage It. But it kind of bums me out when, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like Twitch would be awesome because he doesn't have to sell tickets, or he could sell tickets, but it's like the money goes directly from Stage It to the charity. Yeah, easy to do, but it's like because it's I think it's a little company. He has to like, like they don't have enough room bandwidth to like stream to people. Yeah, that's what that's what made me laugh the whole time. uh, He was like, "Oh, it's sold out already," and people were like, "What? Had an online concert sell out?" And then um, he didn't say it, it. but a lot of comments were saying, "Yeah, the bandwidth like they can't hold that many people watching that," you know. Uh, it was it actually the UK uh, NHS, by the way. It was the Not second really? one. Yeah, so uh, if you want to watch his quarantine concert next week, it's uh, April 25th, and then the next one's May 2nd. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's... Uh, I wanted to go. I wanted to buy one. I Also, I just wanted to see what it was like, to be honest. I totally forgot it was today, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I think it already happened. I think it was earlier in the day on the East Coast. Yeah, time. Um, he actually posted a clip of it, I think, on his social media. But, dude, he's been, like, I mean, just because I follow him and stuff, he's been, like, the busiest person during the uh, quarantine, I feel. Um, every day he would put out a new song or a new project or something that wasn't really released before. So he did 11 of those, like, new songs, covers, um, just, like, so- stuff that was in the vault. And then he actually put up a live performance he did with Casualty is a cool. You might like that because I know you're a huge fan of them right now. Yeah, and then he started doing podcast episodes. So he's already, I think, five episodes deep um, into his podcast, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like he's just pumping yeah. them out every day. And each one is focusing on an album. Like yeah, earlier really in awesome. his career. So Yeah, it's uh, I always wanted him to do stuff like that. But knowing how he is, he just like only does stuff he feels which is respectable yeah I know he, how says that, he has like, to be in the right mindset yeah which sucks because well it's good because it's probably why he does the things he does and how good he does it but it's like at the same time it's like some of that stuff you he, he would be great to do a podcast and it's like also cheap content because he's just talking about his experiences with an album 
I think Joss and, talk, and, talked to him about that too. Yeah, everybody loves that. Like, or him doing Twitch and just talking about what he does. Like, yeah, because uh, what's his name, Matt? He if he talked about Jason Richardson, who's just like known as like the premier. He's probably like the most known shreddiest of shredders. Like, he's just like the guy. Like, you want to watch a guy just be at a peak shred ability? That guy. And he was like streaming himself playing like Left for Dead. Which is cool because, like, I love Left 4 Dead, but it's like people don't want to watch you do that. It's like you got to give what people want first, and then you could like do the stuff like you could play video games and like whatever you want to do on Twitch. So he started apparently his studio is nuts. He's got all this like or like all this like synth, all these crazy guitars and like computers. And he finally started doing it. He started streaming like some riffs and some other stuff. And it's like, yeah, guys like that, man, people just want to see you. Like, even if you're not like the best of the best, if people are fans, like I want to see everything about the people I love. like. I I don't mind if it's just a gear video. I watch all the stupid gear videos, even though I know they're all the same almost. Yeah, definitely not uh, not for me. I enjoy it, and I enjoy like watching interviews. Like I enjoy seeing the bands I like. Like Black Dolly Murder, they made the three DVDs. They're fun as hell. Like they're so fun to watch. A lot of bands don't do that anymore. No, because DVDs cost a lot, and also it sucks because it ruins your freedom. Yeah, because people think they know you, but they don't because they just watch you interact. So like that's what happens to all the podcast guys, like Joe Rogan. How many people he says like come up to him and say stuff? He's like, bro, I'm not your friend. <laughs> but you forget that because you're listening to a one way conversation, and then like you start adopting their like dialect because like you like it's like hanging out with friends. You start saying the same stuff because you're just around people so much, but you're not talking to them. So then you meet them. You're like, what's up, old pal? Like, who are you? It's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, John? How are you? And that soon will happen to us. Yeah, because, you know, we're going to have <laughs> merch. We're going to have a dynasty. Dynasty. That reminds me of the video games. Dynasty. Remember those? Yeah. Um, dynasty uh, Warrior. Yeah, Dynasty Warrior. That was it. Yeah. Those games were yeah, awesome. That'll be us. Destroying everything. Do they still to hate those games? No, I don't think so. I do not think so. I mean, they would actually be pretty popular online now. Let's, actually, they might. 2017 was the last. Oh, 2018 was yeah, the last. Even closer. Yeah, that's nuts. So they're probably coming out with some uh, soon. But yeah, it's nuts. I I, pre- I love it, but I know it's probably not going to change anything. But I kind of hope. I just want it. Like I'm just like that. Like that well wisher. Just like oh man, I just hope it makes something different. But it's like, you know, bands are going to go, it's still tour, they're going to just grind away and do their thing because that's how they know how to make money. But it's like, I hope they implement, like Matt Heafy, he streams every single Twitter, uh, on Twitch, every single uh, Trivium concert. He has the setup. He just puts, it's like, maybe other bands will start doing that. And it's like, what do you and mean? there's oh, enough room. Oh, I get yeah. what you're saying. Never mind. Yeah, he streams the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he has a schedule on the road. Like, he's also a, a, a different kind of person. He's like that regimented type of person that will do it. I'll do the same exercise at the same time every single day, followed by this vocal exercise, followed by the streaming, followed by this, followed by that, and you'll do it, and you'll do it the same day. That's just him, obviously, you know. But, like, some other people could do a smaller version of that where it's like, yeah, I want my – sometimes I wake up, I want to watch every time I die. I was happy they put that video up. Yeah, like, you sent yeah. that the other day. I actually watched some of it. It's just awesome, <laughs> you know? And it's not that much. Like, in reality, to a band, like, you just said Carnifex lost 200 grand, like, or 100-some grand, 200 grand. It's like, it doesn't cost much to do that, you know? Especially Twitch gave Mahifi a briefcase. He's like, yeah, here you go. This should work. And then he hooked up a camera to it and just 
out to Twitch. Oh, really? That's you know? how it happened? Yeah. He has, a, he has a studio. He has like a little briefcase type computer thing that like he can bring on the road. Well, that makes sense too because uh, you know how sometimes people want to see their like setup or like, you know, what, what a band is doing on like their current tour. So instead yeah. of watching like video footage on like, you know, like phone footage I meant on like, you know, YouTube or something, you can actually watch his own stream and it's probably way better than what you're going to get in the crowd. It's awesome. Well, sometimes, sometimes like, like I've seen some, like he usually puts at the sound booth and like, that's a great spot cause you can hear everything, but it's like, sometimes it's super far away from the stage and the camera's not the greatest. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. figure it out. Like, you know, they play bigger put venues. one on his amp head, so. I thought, right? Yeah, he. I guess he puts it wherever he can. I, I just remember watching one where he put it on the sound booth a few times. Yeah. A uh, sound, sound, uh, yeah, sound station. I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, it's not always the greatest, like, view and stuff, but, hey, you figure it out. Figure I it love out. watching the bands I love, and I'm assuming metalheads are just nerds. Like, in reality, some of them are big brolic dudes, but it's like, most yeah, of most of us nerds. just enjoy watching our stuff. This is like video games to us, like card games. This is like collecting baseball cards. It's like, yeah, CDs. I got these. I got these T-shirts. I got it from this tour. I got it from this tour. I got it from that tour. It's like, oh my god, no way. Who do you want to see? Uh, have like an, a Twitch stream? <laughs> Lamb of God. <laughs> Dude, that's Lamb of God. They're not gonna happen. They're all old farts, but that'd be awesome. I can't see they Randy did doing a Twitch stream every day. Well, he's been doing an Instagram thing. He's been interviewing people, which is cool too. Oh, really? I enjoy that. Yeah, he interviewed at, uh, doctors and stuff about the corona. Interviewing interesting people that he uh, that he knew, like some doctors and some like artists, some you know whatever. I forgot. I watched one or two, and it's interesting because he just wants to be that guy. He's just saying that he's like you know he's like the sage of the entire metal community. He's the druid that just knows all. He just grows these long dreadlocks. Yeah. And just takes pictures. It's not, yeah, he's just that guy. Yeah. He became that guy, which is hilarious. From the guy from Philadelphia throwing punches and saying, uh, I want to fucking fight. Like, it's just like, (laughs) uh, someone's getting knocked out. Shut up. And he's just like, he's just hammered. Yeah. It's a different guy entirely. So we're The shaped psychopath on Sacrament. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. But it's like, Kill switch, you know, Amdi's got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, he obviously MD hates that stuff. Though. He's funny, but he obviously like kind of hates doing some of that stuff. Like, you don't watch him do a lot of interviews and stuff. Yeah, but, I don't uh, see him on the social media at all, right? Yeah, he's funny, but he just seems like one of those guys. Like I get it. Like you know, you're funny. It's fun. You're in this thing, but yeah, some people just don't care. Once they're off stage, he's like, I'm, I'm good. See ya, and just leaves. <laughs> I've never seen him in the crowd. I never seen. I've seen everybody. I think I've met everybody in Kill Switch. Never seen Adam D outside. You saw him jogging. I saw, you saw, him, saw jogging. him jogging one time, but I was a wee boy and I would definitely not stop him jogging because yeah. no, last thing I need is just the guy. Just don't say anything. You just keep jogging. Just go along. We're not going to lie and say I could. <laughs> I would, I'd fail behind. But uh, yeah, it's like uh, there's a lot of bands like that. Every time I died, like they got a, a simple sound like that's dirty. Uh, I don't know if it translates over because they're very dirty, raw sound. Fuck, like screw it you know i'll i would love it and uh amazon's leers would be perfect it's just people like uh, tosin's been doing that actually all of them i think have been just putting content Is on their instagram back in stock probably not i mean we're looking Especially for, that for a while the, the, the bossy concepts are nuts yeah also too expensive like i would have to learn a lot on guitar before i even thought about something like that nah but, yeah, uh, just, uh, just pick one up and that's what will make you make you learn 
I already learned from my past. I definitely bought like, yeah, if I spend like a couple hundred, right? I'm just going to do it, right? No, I paid for a gym membership for a year without going. What's it called? A lot of concepts. I think that's his guitar brand, right? Bossy guitars, I think. Bossy yeah. concepts, of some sort. Yeah, they're nuts. It's uh. They're all sold out. Yeah, well, because he doesn't make a line. They're all kind of custom. That's nuts. And they're all and they're all imported too. I think one said it was sixteen hundred. Yeah, nuts. Well, that always made me laugh about uh the. What's his name? John Petrucci. Remember, I went to the guitar local guitar store up the block. Bumondu. <laughs> but uh yeah okay uh shout out yeah i went there i was talking to the guy he's like yeah no the guy he's got it because cheap version of the guitar obviously because no one not everyone's a professional guitarist i could buy a five grand guitar or something crazy because especially some of these prog guys they load up their guitars like even devin townsend talking about the one he uses like he's like oh they gave it to me for free that's the Practical, only reason right? i could play it no nah, i don't remember it's nuts. He's got that glow-in-the-dark one. It's all crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's fractal. Evertune? Yeah, it's insane. And when you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, how much is this? It's like six grand. It's like, yeah, I would never buy this, ever. He's like, I only have it because they gave it to me. It's like, how do you expect your fans to buy that? Not that him, but, like, the company that makes the guitar is like, yeah, we're going to release the custom. It's like, well, please make what, it um, cheaper. Matt Heafy did. Yeah, and that's why I respect it. He made uh, uh, affordable guitars for everyone. Which is awesome because... Sometimes you talk like John Petrucci. I love that music, man. I love it. And I was like, oh, not that I would buy it. But I looked at it. I was like, the cheapest one was like three grand, 2500 I was like, in what world? Would I, <laughs> in what world would I buy that? If you want like, the McDonald's yeah. million dollar money. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not in the mafia, bro. That That's nuts. You got to watch that. Uh, uh, like three episodes in, I believe. McMillions? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, I gotta finish it. I actually got actually three episodes in too. I was like, "Is uh, the, I think the last episode spoiler alert, spoiler alert." You know, it came out months ago. Um, they got in the car crash at the end. That's the episode I'm at too. I gotta start. I gotta finish it. Yeah, I, I might do that actually after this. Sounds but um, I mean, what else are you gonna do? That's true. I'm running out of things to watch. I get weird with them. Well, I know a lot of what? people have been uh, a lot of people have been watching Tiger King. A lot of people have been watching Ozark. Personally, for me, I've been catching up on Better Call Saul. Um, I finally finished Breaking Bad a couple months ago, so Better Call Saul's up for me. Um, oh yeah, and I, I've been much. checking out some movies I usually wouldn't watch, like on Netflix. Like what? Uh, there was this movie. Oh my God, I can't remember. Remember it now. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Finest with Ethan Hawke, Don Cheadle, and I'm pretty sure it's Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, that's an old movie. Richard Gere? No, it's not. Is it really that old? Yeah. How old is that? I think, I think I, it's, like, it's like five to six, maybe ten, almost ten years old probably. No. Was it really? That blows my it, mind. It's old. There's no way it came out a few years ago. I remember. I'm going to look this bad boy up. 2009, 11 years. Really? Wow. It's an old movie, dude. Oh, well, I can't. Yeah, wow. Can't believe it's yeah, that old. Actually, 10 years old. It's over 10 years. Well, it's kind of funny, too, because I was like, Don, uh, what's his name? Richard Gere does stuff? I feel like that guy doesn't do movies anymore. Actually, he, uh, to me, he always looks the same as he did in Pretty Woman, just, you know, gray hair. Everything else. Actually, is, he, is it Richard Gere? 
Yeah, there's Rich Kid right yeah. there. Yeah, dude. That was yeah, a good I movie. Stuff. I love Ethan Hawke, bro. I loved him in Sinister. I mean, I, that, I, that I movie's him. okay. It wasn't that great. Yeah, it's not the greatest. But... Brooklyn's Finest. I thought it was going to be better than what it was. But um, what's another movie I watched? There was one with Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Yeah, the new one that came out on Netflix. Oh, no. They adopt a kid. Oh. They uh, decided to adopt kids. Instant Family. Oh, wow. Is that a brand new movie? 2018 it came out. And it has um the the woman that's in uh Neighbors, Seth Rogen's wife. Oh, okay. Rose Byrne, I think. Rose Byrne. Yeah. So there's a stuff like that I've just been watching. I actually wanted to watch Mile 22 with another Marky Mark movie. Well, the one that just came out on Netflix is actually pretty good. Oh, actually, you know what's a really good movie that I watched? Uh, it had Mel Gibson in it. Um, it's one of his new ones. Um, oh man, what was it? Something Blood. Get the Gringo. Bloodfather. Bloodfather. Well, it came out in 2016, but um, yeah, that was great. That's nuts, man. Yeah, I don't see Mel Gibson anymore. He kind of went off the deep end and then just. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't want him in movies. Um, The last time I saw him actually in theaters, I think, was Machete. Right, he was the bad guy, Machete. Or Expendables 3. Uh, He was the bad guy in the last Expendables movie that came out. Don't think I saw it. It was all right. It was just him being awesome, and then everybody just having their moment in the sun. What's the one when they fight Van Damme? Probably the second one. That's the second one? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I think that's the one I saw. Yeah, dude, it's oh, there's wait, there's Expendable Four. No, oh crap. Oh, 2020. That's why I was about to say. It's like what? Oh, in what world? In a world. In a world where, yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, how do you think? You think bands are gonna end up using utilizing streaming? Like properly when this all gets like blows over, do you think they're gonna continue or you think they're all gonna bail on it and like a few might stay around? Um, I don't think it's gonna have like a massive uh surgence or anything like that. I think it's just gonna, I think ba- some bands are gonna utilize it, but it's not really gonna have like a real big impact, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like a lot of bands are gonna still focus on touring, still focus on like their shows and stuff like that, and then maybe they'll do like. You know, oh, we're gonna stream this show, stream that show. I don't think they're gonna stream every show like Trivium does. Like, yeah, I well, think that's it's gonna fine. be like that. I just think I think there's just so much money involved in it. Not that people like to hear that because it's like a sellout thing, I guess people think. But it's like, Why is it I, don't, I want my man. It's people think when bands make money, it's like some form of selling out, or I don't know why. It just seems like when people like get bigger, bands like when bands get bigger, people just kind of hate them. Well, selling out is usually doing the opposite of what you started to do. So I can understand that, but that also doesn't make sense either. Like, a lot of people were calling Metallica sellouts when Load and Reload came out. Remember? Yeah. Well, I also... Well, I they don't changed even think their whole is... look. They didn't... Because, you know, before they had the long hair and the beards and mustache or whatever and the ripped jeans and stuff like that. And then Load came out, they had short hair, and they looked a little more like, you know, rock stars kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well... That's why I don't, I, don't think that's, that. I don't even think that's selling out. Like, what I think selling out is doing what you dislike for money. Yeah, that's that's how I look at it, too. But most people look at it is when you change. Yeah, which is ridiculous because 
if that's what you want to do, like, how can you hate that? Like, it gets boring. Like, I was talking to someone. It's like, yeah, like, I love metal. But it's like when people are like, oh, why do they start singing? It's like, it's like some, some people get sick of, like, the same thing. Some people, like, you know, not everybody in metal. Like, how often do you hear, like, when we write, we don't listen to metal. It's like, yeah, like, a lot of metal fans are not just metal fans. Like, bands, they like other music. And sometimes they want to sing. Yeah, Even Howard, Lamb of God. Howard made that. Howard Jones, he made sure. He was like, yeah, when I write, I don't listen to any metal. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't you like you know? And he's but he's a guy that also likes screaming too. Like he even says, "It's like I enjoy it, fun." Yeah. So like that's why he keeps doing it. But it's like, and then like uh, I forgot what people were like kind of crap talking. I was like, uh, what band they released? It was like singing. It just came out. Jeremiah. Oh. No, they it was years ago. I forgot. I'm gonna leave it. But like like Lamb of God with the last album, Overlord. Literally, like, oh, it's singing the whole time. And then it goes back to As a, as the Palaces Burn. Like, dude, that riff that kicks in, that's straight off that album. I was like, wow. I will fight, physical fist fight everybody in this crowd right now if that part popped on. And it's like, oh, but he sang. It's like, that doesn't mean that part at the end, though, is not hard as hell. Talking about. That's part's epic. It is hard, bro. <laughs> like, Well, their I new song has part. singing, too, right? Yeah. Well, it has, like, a little bit in the beginning, yeah. But then that part, even that still part goes in. It's hard. Yeah. Huh? Oh, no, I like, said it still counts, but yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely. It's like, a, well, yeah, technically it had a little bit of the talking in King Me. I think that's an album I'm looking forward to the most this year. Uh, yeah, well, I want to hear the Josta track. I'm curious what they do together. Yeah, I, I always, I forgot about that, to be honest. He mentioned yeah, that a while more. ago on his podcast, uh, Josta's podcast, but uh, I forgot about that. I yeah. think that and the Trivium album, I'm looking forward to the most um, releases this year. Luckily, well, I'm writing well, my I review for Metal Insider on it, so I oh, get nice. to hear some of it. Uh, tune in for that. But uh, yeah, Lamb of God. I don't know if there's a. I mean, Hatebreed, because um, that was supposed to come out this year, did it? And he said it got, yeah, pushed, it got back. pushed back. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of bands can't print their CDs and stuff, so. Apparently their albums got pushed back because all the printing companies are down. Do you think that's still twenty one though? I don't know. Josta was saying he might release it digitally. Well, he did find a uh, a plant to print his other stuff. He said on yeah, Twitter, so he's like, "Oh, I found a plant, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's awesome. like it's a uh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff like uh, that needs to happen, like. Because there's a, I was looking forward to the Hatebreed album a lot. I, I'm looking forward to Lamb of God one. Code Orange to me is probably the best album so far. I was like, wow, like I listened to that a lot. Uh, the Black Timer, I was looking forward to now, especially that during COVID thing, the pandemic, because I was just sitting listen? here like waiting for. I listened to it quickly all the way through. Just awesome, classic Black Dahlia. Just, oh, Riff City all day, and it's just good. It's just great. Yeah, I gotta I listen to it more. Yet. The new Acacia Strain's hard, like. Two songs, very. It's so funny. The one song is called Cross Gates, and it just literally is a minute long. Opens up, and he just screams, Cross Gate! Like, just into it. And I'm like, it's so heavy. I'm like, wow, this is so ignorantly heavy. Like, it's just so funny. Like, like wow. They always bring the heat every time. And I'm like, all right. And then, uh, Boarded, I got to check out because I remember I checked out a few of the singles, and that was nuts. Well, you're using Deezer now, right? Yeah, Deezer. It's uh, pretty good. I'm running out of that three months, though. I'm probably going to have to cancel it eventually. (laughs) It's pretty good. I'm going to cancel it. 
Like I'm gonna, I'm trying to try to spend a lot of money, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who's making a lot of money during uh, COVID wants to cancel. I want to give it to the people that directly to the people. I don't want to just pay <laughs> well, Deezer so, to Microsoft. They're I mean, be you've fine. been using all these platforms now: Deezer, Spotify, YouTube uh, Plus, or Red, whatever it is. You haven't used uh, uh, Amazon, right? No, I used Amazon. Oh, you did? The only one I didn't use was the Apple? title and Apple, because I just don't have Apple, so I never thought of a reason to use it. So, yeah, I used all those. YouTube Red, Premium now. YouTube Premium, Amazon Music, Spotify, and uh, Deezer. Yeah, Deezer and Spotify. Those are the two best. Why do they have the most? It's the the most consistently out on the day it's supposed to be out. And uh, the, U, uh, the UI, the interface, so easy. Deezer, I'm starting to get old at the desktop version. Deezer's a little annoying. Uh, I keep, like, mistakenly click wrong things. Like, Spotify's easiest. Like, browse artists. Click. There's my artist. There's the artist I listen to. Click. Done. Same thing with the mic, the, the mobile. Deezer's kind of like that, but then the, mic, the desktop version's a little weird. And they seem to have the same amount of song. Like, every song I look up is there. I just remember YouTube and Amazon got weird with, like, the Dillinger, last Dillinger album, there was like the singles were on it, but none of the other songs, which was heartbreaking because I want to listen to a one specific song. It's not on YouTube. It's not on Amazon. I couldn't find it. I was like, are you kidding me? Usually you can find anything was... on YouTube. Oh, yeah, no. It's... I don't know why that specific album. It's weird. The thing about YouTube for me, like YouTube Premium or YouTube Red, so it's not YouTube Red anymore. It's called YouTube Premium. Yeah. They changed their name. You get a, which is cool. Because you get the benefits of YouTube Red and YouTube Music together. Well, the only thing that really makes me want to get that is that you can um, close your phone while watching YouTube videos. And that works for YouTube Music, too. If you get the YouTube Music app, it's free. You get to listen to everything on YouTube Music. But if you lock your phone, it turns off the song. It's like, oh, you bastard. Yeah. I was like, oh, hits. it's such a genius thing to put behind a paintball. Yep. Yeah, I almost I bought that. it back. The second I got rid of it, the first month I got rid of it, I was walking around just cursing at myself every time I hit lock. I'm like, it's just a habit too uh, for me just to lock my phone once I put it down. So I remember I kept doing that. It, yeah, that's the one thing that would make me want to get it. No, yeah, it's worth it. But yeah, when it comes down to music wise, Spotify, dude. Which Spotify one pays the artist more, man? That I don't know. Uh, I heard, I don't know where I heard, I was reading about it, but they, I think they said title. And I think that was because of Taylor Swift. I think Apple and Tidal pay the most. It's possible. Tidal's also like smaller, but it has the apparent. I think Tidal has the best uh, audio quality. But obviously, Tidal was Jay Z's platform, pretty sure. Kanye West, one of those two. What? Which one's that? I think Jay Z created Tidal. Yeah, I always thought it was Sony. Oh, maybe. I thought, I, I remember one of those two names were attached to it, and it was like, like, I kind of remember it known as like the hip hop, like all the artists were getting put on there and it was a more expensive membership, but it had a higher quality audio file. So it's like lossless audio, something or another, like very high fidelity. So if you have very fancy headphones or something, it's like really awesome. You get really good quality if you're into that. But it's like, it has this, I think it has the smallest library because it's very like, like I can't just like make a song and put it on title. Like, it's very blocked off. At least that's what I know from literally reading nothing over the last couple of years about it. But, uh, yeah, no, man. 
Uh, Deezer's pretty cool. It was pretty cool because I kept seeing that everywhere because in the in the pre-orders, they always have that pre-save, and I kept seeing Deezer along with Spotify and Apple Music. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I decided to check it out, you know, because you get the three free months. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. I don't want to spend any money. And it's pretty amazing. I got the lossless audio. I don't really notice the difference, maybe because I have, like, tinnitus or some crap in my ears. I never really ringing. noticed that either in my MP3 player. There was a lossless audio track I had or something like that. I really didn't notice. Yeah, we also need, like, really good headphones, too. Um, So just looking at... It's really basic right now. This is actually kind of ditto music.com did like a blog on which services play more. And it's a little more um, uh, difficult because there's a lot of calculation that goes on. But just as yeah. a rough one, I didn't even know Napster was doing stuff. Did you? Yeah, I think I heard about it. I just never pay attention because I never see them. So they, they pay 0. 0.019 per stream. Um, Title does 0. 0.012. So right now Napster pays more. Then um Apple Music is point zero zero seven eight three cents, which is ridiculous, so that's not good. Uh Google Play Music, I totally forgot about those guys. Uh zero zero point zero zero six. So they're like lower. Deezer over here is point zero zero six four, so they're a little bit less. Spotify oh. is really low with point zero zero four three seven. So I thought they'd be higher, Spotify. But I guess because a lot more people use Spotify, um, they can lower their payment, I guess, right? Maybe. Well, it's also like... And you want to yeah, hear who's I'm... the lowest? Who? Uh, YouTube. Yeah. Point well, YouTube zero is... zero 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 six nine. <laughs> They're not paying anyone. Yeah, yeah YouTube music is... is... It was cool. Like, it was cool to use because I, I like YouTube Red, but, yeah, it's kind of shit. Like, oh, dude, I forgot about Trap's favorite, Pandora. Oh, there you go. <laughs> dude, I'm there sorry. Have you been I've... following that little Twitter drama? A little bit. It just kind of became a little too AIDS-y, so <laughs> I was like, I'm going to back out because well, it's just like the, the, everybody was attacking that guy, and then he just course. kept saying ridiculous things back, and I was like, but what dude, the hell's Nothing happening? made me laugh harder when he was like, no, nah, man, we got more Pandora streams. Like, he kept dropping that like it was like the nuke, right, for an argument. Yeah. And I, I was just laughing. I'm like, who cares about that stat? Dude, I didn't use Pandora when Pandora was bigger. Like, yeah. And then Pandora the second thing that made me laugh was Ice-T. When he, IT was like, who are you or something? And Ice-T was like, next time I see you in the street, watch out or something. That um, Those two things just made me laugh. <laughs> well, the Jason Richardson one was pretty brutal. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to anything else than those two moments. Jason Richardson again. was getting in on it, and Jason Richardson then after yeah. the tribune? the Shredder guy. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, oh, Shredder, he's nuts. Well, he was Literally. in uh, Born of Cyrus, right? Yeah, he, no, he, was, he, he first started in Chelsea Grin. He yeah. went to Born of Cyrus, then he went off yeah. and did his own. All and I think mains. he's in all their mains. Yeah, he's in all their mains too. Yeah, he took over for um, the dude who passed away. I thought you were going to say his name. <laughs> no, I was giving him praise. Because you were uh, always talking Ollie. about him. Yeah, Ollie. His name is Ollie. I don't know his last name. Ollie Herbert. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, you always show me his uh, Guitar Hero videos. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, everyone knows from Six. And I kept saying that stupid comment. It's like, Ollie Herbert did this and that. I was like, oh, okay. Um, no, uh, Jason Richardson, Shredder Among Shredders. Crazy music. Crazy technical ability. Said something along the line of like, 
uh, you know, like whatever. And then the guy, like you said, some crap to trap. And trap was like, dude, it would take, I could like outplay you. I could play around you, dude, circles around you. And, and Chase Richardson is like, all right. Like, yeah, like it was like, kidding me. Everybody just started laughing. He's like, dude, are you headstrong, bro, compared to anything on his solo project? It's like, not that you have to be technical to be good, like make good music. But if you're going to bring the technical argument into it against like the technical guy of the generation, it's like, doggy, you play power chords, bro. Like, what do you even do? Like, he's like, dude, it'd take you a year to learn like a trap song. It's like, oh, dude, I'm still on my fifth day of trying to learn Headstrong, bro. It's really hard. Like, he was like trolling him. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what a weird, like, that, that guy took all fights, all comers. First, he was like that long, Charlie man. Zenoff guy. You ever know that guy? No. Dude, wait. Yeah, this guy. Is this Zelenoff? Yeah, this guy. So basically, this dude is strictly famous. Yeah, this is the guy. Yeah, Charlie Zelenoff. He's a he basically, I don't know if he has a mental issue or he's just a complete guy that's sold on his gimmick. So his whole gimmick is he talks shit to fighters, real-life fighters on the internet, and then he goes to their gym and fights them. <laughs> and it usually results in him getting the absolute shit kicked out of him. And then he's like, stop, 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 stop. Gets up. He's like, yeah, pussy, I still do with it. And then he just gets his crap kicked in again. And then he leaves and runs away. And I, he did that to Deontay Wilder. He did that to – literally it was just terrifying because Deontay Wilder six seven, yeah. was 6'7". Until he lost this last, like, couple months ago, was at the knockout puncher of every generation ever. He's like the nuclear bomb. And he went to his gym. He's like, yeah, screw you, Deontay Wilder. And Deontay Wilder just beat the Evan Levin crap out of him. That's what Trap's doing to everybody. It's like, oh, you're the biggest bad guy? We're awesome. Screw you guys. It's like all the prog guys he's talking to. Like Take I saw like Mark. Anyone. Dude, yeah. He's headstrong and he's taking on everybody. It's crazy. Like I kind of felt bad a little bit. I was like, oh, but then I kept seeing the comments. I'm like, oh, dude, I can't feel bad. For you. Like you're just being so ignorant. And like, I have to think he knows he's wrong at some of the things. Like, when he talks, or he just doesn't know who these people are, and he's just thinking they're trolls, even though he doesn't see the blue check mark somehow. Like, it's like, dude. Or, like, he's, like, double basses for people that don't know how to write music. It's like, <laughs> that, man. Like, what are you? Like, it's just, like, it's just weird argument stances. Like, you just can't be right. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird. I don't know. Maybe you can convince everyone. Dude, man, if your head's strong enough, it. He, every time he sends I, out a tweet, he's like, "Mic drop." Yeah, he has to be a troll. Like, in what world? In a world. But even when you're being ignorant, you know, when you go home that night, you said some stupid things to somebody, and you thought you were right in the argument. Everybody has that moment when they go home, they go take a shower, they I feel go like to sleep. There. He does feel like that, but then he it just opens. To. Pandora and just sees all his well it's like all the streams it means I'm doing something right <laughs> well look at Trivium and look at me I'm crushing it so screw Trivium yeah I don't know well yeah that'd be like going on YouTube music and like look at my YouTube music now it's like dude no one uses YouTube music because I noticed a lot of bands that have like thousands and thousands of plays on Spotify and Deezer have like a hundred subscribers yeah on yeah. YouTube music because no one uses it I was like well that's weird that I know, like, because on Spotify, it's like a couple hundred million plays over time. It's like, like 3,000 subscribers. Well, I mean, Spotify was one of the first ones, too, so that helps. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, so is Pandora, but. Yeah, but they, they their problem is they want to stay strictly radio for too long. Yeah. That's why, and also, who wants to use Pandora, dude? Spotify crushes. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Yeah. It was nuts, dude. Yeah, that guy's nuts. And I'm like, I feel bad because, like, people are like, oh, well, that, like, they write crappy music. It's like, dude, Headstrong is a good song, but the guy's just stupid. Like, clearly, like, <laughs> so people can't split that up because I was talking to actually talking to my friend and he was saying some cra- uh, ignorant stuff music about from the artist. Yeah. But not even if they do some crazy, but like separating just like people can't dislike things just to dislike them. Like I hear a song. I don't like that song. No, it has to be. I dislike that song because they're untalented and they're a stain on the music society. It's like, why does that need to be a thing? I hear people do that all the time where it's like, like, that's one reason, but they always give some crazy grandiose reason. Like I got a friend who we were getting an argument about breaking Benjamin. And he's like, dude, they're just a cliche, derivative, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, name me one band that sounds like Breaking Benjamin. Not formulaic, like all oh, chorus verse chorus, but like they sound like it. No one's got Ben's voice. Completely unmistakable. Ben, you just know it. You know it's him the second he starts singing. The riffs, like they don't do anything groundbreaking, but every one of his things, he's like, oh, dude, okay, whatever. I don't like it. But like if they were not exist, they did not exist, music would be the same. It's like, dude, if that's your reason for liking music, 90% of your bands would not, like, you would hate for that reason. Or, like, technical ability. It's like, again, 90, Master Puppets is not a terribly hard song to learn on any instrument. But I guarantee Animals as Leaders has never written a song as good as Master of Puppets. It's like, yeah, but technically, it's way harder, infinitely harder to play any Animals as Leaders track from any point in their discography than any Metallica song on every instrument. Guitar, drums, infinitely harder. But guaranteed, they got more bangers. Not saying they're like, it deserves more or less than the other, but it's like, he was like, well, what are you talking about? You're going to disrespect Animals as Leaders like that? It's like, no, I'm not. And they would admit it too. I guarantee they grew up listening to Master of Puppets. That riff is iconic. It kicks in. You're like, wow. I started learning guitar a month ago. I could play the beginning of that riff. I cannot play a second of Animals' Lears. <laughs> Even slowed down. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> not one chance. No, not only because I don't have an eight string, but just technically, my say, fingers don't move like that. String, uh, not having eight string makes it even more difficult. Dude, it's not. And it's just like, yeah, there's people like that. Like, I know like from talking to people about every subject, but people can't seem... I probably do it, too. Everyone does it along the way, but it's weird. Like... You can't, like, they hate this guy. Limp Biscuit. People don't like the rap metal stuff. Fine. But to say that West Borland isn't a goddamn animal. Like, <laughs> some of those riffs kick in, you're like, dude, I don't, I don't care. And Pete, like, Fred Durst was a dick in the 90s, and people were like, oh, screw him, he's a dick. Limp Biscuit sucks. That's it. It's like, all right, but did you hear Hot Dog? I know it's a stupid name. done anything, though. Yeah, well, he does his little side stuff. He had a, a band with his brother, I think. Yeah, but nothing like, you know, as big as the well, biscuit without the Yeah, it's hard because like it takes so much work to rebuild. That's what's amazing about like Stone Sour and stuff, but he was lucky cuz he like Corey Taylor had that before he joined Slipknot. Yeah. But it's like if your main band is Limp Biscuit, it's like are oh, you just going to sidestep to another big band? It's like no, it doesn't happen. It's crazy. Well, that some people Corey will check Taylor, you out. like he uh headlines festivals with both bands. <laughs> that's amazing yeah like uh actually another guy you know what it's like yeah because people are like oh it's easy because he has a big band it's like all right look at the fallout boy drummer he's in a hardcore band a hardcore band like dude they're hard as hell way infinitely heavier than fallout boy 
and they play clubs. Just because he's the Fall Out Boy drummer does not make them anywhere close to where Fall Out Boy is. It's like it just doesn't have, it takes work. And though he's probably fine with it because he's a hardcore fan, probably likes playing those bars, people are on the stage and stage diving. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, man. And that's why I feel like I feel bad for Trap because I hear some, I've heard some of his songs. Like I listened to Headstrong back in the day. It was in all my all the movies back in the day. It was, yeah. It was like yeah. the, the theme song. It was the like montage song for the early 2000s. Like every time, like I, I remember hearing like a montage, like all oh, he's training or something. It's headstrong. There it is. Or a quick, quick boom. Damn. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I actually don't care for that song too Dude, much. I feel like that was on every soundtrack too. For a yeah, that montage. definitely was. Quick, quick. And uh. And that's why I feel bad because people will go off and like, oh, dude, when you listen to when you listen to trap, like you see all those memes, ugh. And I'm like, given I can't say for the rest of their discography, so I could just be like very out in the open on this one. That song specifically, I'm like, yeah, it's still a banger, it's still good, but he's just a dick, and he's showing it because he's saying wrong things, surrounds himself with wrong opinions, and then he's like, even if he's like, all you would have to do is like, I was totally wrong, and it'd probably go away, but he just can't. Because he keeps digging the hole. He's like seven layers in to like said whatever he said with Trump, and he said whatever he said to all those progressive metal musicians, and like, and he just keeps doing it to strangers, to professionals, to celebrity. Like he's doing it all over. It's nuts. Well, if he backs out now, he goes against everything he sang about. Hey, he's not headstrong, but you know, sometimes you got to back down <laughs> and not take on everybody. You know, it's like, yeah, sometimes you got to. Go home and sleep it off and stop talking on Twitter. <laughs> For fucking hell. <laughs> Go home. Well, oh I think my on, God. Uh, that note, we uh, can end the podcast now. Hope you enjoyed oh, the geez. first episode. Is there anything you wanted to add, Jesse? No, nah, man. We're just going to try to do this. Probably try to do it once a week. Do the thing. And, uh, you know, once a probably... week, the podcast, Metal Teddy Bear yeah. Experience. And if it goes and if it keeps going well and does well. We'll start adding some stuff, you know, figure out what we can do and make it better. Maybe a backdrop so you don't see my garbage. Yeah, my but, my backdrop is a sheet. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. You might uh, remember it if you ever tune into my old podcast, The Three Man Pod. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a throwback. But, uh, yeah, that no, was a good time. And, uh, yeah, maybe uh, we were talking about possibly doing, like, some maybe album listenings or something. We'll figure out how to do that. Yep. Uh, you know, our track, like, you know, whatever. I mean, at first, kind of, I think we're going to upload this to YouTube as well, but we're going to try to get on all platforms. So. Man, we'll figure it, out. figure it out. But, yeah, it's awesome. All right, guys. Until Love next time, y'all. keep it real. The Metal Teddy Bear Experience Podcast.